Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits and we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, my name is Keith Payne and I am owner of CBD Perform. Um, this is the video um, blog for medical cannabis and CBD oil. And the reason I produce this is that I want my customers to know that when they purchase CBD Perform products, they're purchasing from someone who really does know about the, the industry itself and has you know took a lot of time to inform customers, but also to be informed about the product that we're selling. So without further ado, CBD oil is everywhere at the moment. Um, it's a booming business and there are some impressive claims about what it can do for our body. Sometimes when we read such claims we can feel a little um, or perhaps a lot sceptical and somehow these promises of miraculous results can feel as um, you know, discounting the product itself. Now this um, module series it won't make claims of miracle cures, rather it will methodically take us through all aspects of the cannabis plant, its constituents and its products and this information will hopefully leave you in no doubt that it's a remarkable plant with remarkable products and even if they aren't miracle cures themselves. In module one, we're going to talk about um, the actual cannabis plant itself and learn all about its botany and the vast array of varieties of cannabis plants and how all these varieties came to be. And we'll take a look at the long history of human use of cannabis itself. In module two, we'll introduce you to the many products derived from the cannabis plant, including CBD oil, and you'll learn how it's actually made. In module three, um, we'll get to know the cannabinoids along with its constituents found in cannabis. And these can be therapeutic too and we'll explore the therapeutic actions before plunging into the fascinating world of the endocannabinoid system itself. Module 4 um, is all about pain and pain management. It's a much studied area and in this module we'll assess whether the cannabis plant offers safe, effective analgesia. In module 5 we'll learn about cancer and within this module we'll receive plenty of evidence-based information about cannabinoids and cancer and help us to make a reasoned assessment of their potential use. We've also included some fascinating case studies where individuals have used CBD oil or cannabis oil and believe that these have helped to improve their cancer prognosis. We're given plenty of advice regarding what you can and can't take away from these testimonies. Module 6 um, will give you lots of information about the digestive system and the respiratory system and the relationship with the endocannabinoid system itself and information about using cannabinoids and CBD oil to manage issues within um, those systems. 
The immune system is the focal focus of module 7 um, and that's an area of study that really brings home the complexity of the endocannabinoid system, the endocannabinoids and the cannabinoids themselves. Um, we'll look at condi conditions such as HIV and AIDS, chronic fatigue syndrome um, and we'll explain autoimmunity as well. In module 8, we'll carefully assess the impact that the cannabis plant and its cannabinoids have on mental health. Um, we've made sure that you'll appreciate both sides of the coin, understanding that whilst there is potential to do good, the use of cannabis and cannabinoids can also do harm when it comes to mental health. Module 9 will introduce us to the endocrine system, where we'll explore safety issues linked to pregnancy and lactation, and as well as looking at the potential use of cannabinoids for common menstrual issues um, and even fertility issues themselves. Um, diabetes and thyroid issues will also be explored, and we'll discover that these issues, um, which may be successfully managed with cannabinoids in the future, there's a lot of potential for that to happen. And then in the final module, um, in module chapter 10, um, we'll make sure that you can seek out and understand and analyse good research. And um, this is important as it helps you to sift out the snake oil claims and get to the truth. Really hope um, that you enjoy this course and getting to know the cannabis plant and your own body along the way. Um, they're both really, really going to fascinate you. And again, it will really validate that when you do purchase CBD Perform products from CBD Perform, and indeed myself, my name's Keith Payne, you'll understand that you're purchasing from a professional who understands the product itself and the many applications that can have um, both good and bad, which will help you to make an informed decision. Thanks very much and we'll see you in the next section. Bye. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Now we're going to start off with module one. Um, and what we're going to be discussing is controversy and fascination and cannabis botany and actual reproduction itself. Now, um, throughout human history, um, there have been numerous plants held in high esteem and even in some cases worshipped. Perhaps um, the plant of our time just now is cannabis itself. Now, cannabis is a controversial plant and undoubtedly and by far the most talked about and debated plant in recent history. Um, those who've enjoyed cannabis in the 1960s and 70s certainly held the plant in high esteem, but in our more recent history, it's been the medical potential um, that's really brought the plant to attention again. And many feel research will lead to more admiring this plant and its capabilities. Um, it's hypothesised that over 27 million years ago, the cannabis plant um, itself um, evolved from hops in Central Asia. 27 million years of cannabis plant growing on this planet. It's rather bemusing to think of such an ancient plant creating such a stir all these millions of years later on. Now, occasionally in the UK, it is possible to stumble across a wild cannabis plant. The seeds are sometimes found in bird seeds, so cannabis plants have sprung up in back gardens, and birds who fed in the seeds have been able to deposit seeds on their travels, allowing plants to crop up in other locations. Um, Pro-cannabis individuals also disperse cannabis seeds um, right across cities and large towns, um, and this leads to urban cannabis plants growing, whilst in more rural locations, cannabis plants are sometimes found as escapees from illegal growing operations or abandoned plantations themselves. In fact, cannabis plants have grown successfully in this country for centuries, although in the past century they've done so illegally. But this is not their native land. Many researchers believe it is a native of Central and parts of South um, Southern Asia as well. Now, talking about the Cannabaceae family. The Cannabaceae is an exclusive plant family and it contains 170 species or so, including hops, 
hackberries and of course cannabis itself. Members of the Kanabaki family are all erect plants, trees or climbers. They have petalless flowers which develop into dry or in other words non-succulent fruit and each fruit contains just one seed. In terms of the leaves, they all have palmately compounds or palmately lobed leaves with stipules or little projections from the base of the leaf stalk. If you take a look at a hop leaf, um, you can see the resemblance of a cannabis leaf itself so you should just be able to google it very very easily. From an ethnobotanical standpoint, the Kanabaki family is interesting because there's a long history of use of its members and this goes back as 494 BC it's believed. Hops, for example, have long been a staple in beer. You'll learn more about the history of cannabis use in upcoming um, modules as we go through this course. So whilst cannabis belongs to the Kanabaki family, there's some debate as to whether there are two species of cannabis, cannabis sativa and cannabis indica or whether there is just one single species of cannabis with two subspecies, cannabis sativa, sub-sativa, and cannabis sativa, subs-indica. To confuse matters further, some claim there's a third species, and therefore some claim a third subspecies, which is cannabis ruderalis. Now, when we talk about cannabis botany and cannabis reproduction itself, if we'd been unaware of the psychotropic influences and medicinal value um, of cannabis itself. It's one of those plants, possibly due to a lack of attractive flower, that we might walk past growing in the wild without paying too much attention to it. A tall green plant that blends in well with other foliage, a weed one might almost say. But of course, we all know what it looks like, or at least most of us could identify the leaf thanks to its presence as a common image and graphic in popular culture. The leaf is palmate compound, or digidate, it's like finger-like usually with five to nine leaflets present and the edges of the leaflets are serrated and young cannabis plant, the first leaves, um, they lack these serrated edges. On the erect hairy stem of the cannabis plant, leafy pairs usually occur in an opposite arrangement lower down the plant itself and an alternate arrangement on the main stem and towards the top. If you touch a cannabis leaf, you feel the presence of tiny hairs, um, it feels a bit like fuzzy downiness. And when you study any leaf, you'll often see veins running through um, in cannabis, this venation pattern serves as a useful identification tool. As you can see in the photographs um, of cannabis, um, each little leaflet has a central vein from which smaller veins branch off to serve, um, to, to serve the, uh, the rest of the plant itself, but almost level with the previous um, plants itself. And branches off, they then branch off in a curve, passing very closely by to the notch at the bottom of the serration it serves. Sometimes a spur vein occurs at the point close to the notch itself. Um, it's a very aromatic plant as we know, one which we can smell as it grows, especially if it exudes resin. When found growing out in the wild, um, it's the smell which most likely usually gives it away. The cannabis plant is usually um, dioecious, which means male flowers and female flowers are produced in separate plants. In other words, there's a male, um, which is pollen producing plant, and female plants. It's hypothesized that cannabis evolved this way to try and encourage more genetic diversity. There's wild pollinators with pollen from male plants drifting over to female plants. Male cannabis um, flowers are present in a pinnacle arrangement whilst the female flowers are present in a rakim arrangement. These two arrangement types can be seen um, in diagrams if you just Google them. As cannabis plants um, goes into flower, we can spot the first signs that the joints where stems emerge from the main stalk. 
The presence of pastilles emerging from the bud itself, they look like hairs um, and they could be white or orange, they indicate a female plant, and whilst the presence of little grape-like buds without hairs indicate a male plant. These will usually form pollen sacs. Female cannabis plants eventually produce hundreds of flowers, notably at the top of the female plant, and these flowers can form huge clusters known as collas, which can grow to great size in the wild, sometimes several feet across. Other ways to tell a female and a male plant apart is to look at the stems. In male plants, the stems are often thicker to allow the plant to grow taller, often taller than female plants, and they bear fewer leaves. In male plants, the pollen sacs will eventually open up and you may see the powdery pollen in the surrounding leaves themselves. The sex of a cannabis plant is often um, of interest to cannabis growers because the female is preferred um, due to her buds for medicinal purposes. Unpollinated female flowers also produce more resin and subsequently more therapeutic and psychotropic active constituents. Cannabis growers therefore go to great lengths to remove the male pollinator plants from their crops to prevent fertilisation so as to create um, sensimilia, otherwise known as seedless female plants. This means that rather than channeling energy into seed production, the female plant can channel into making more resin. Trichomes in a cannabis plant are glandular structures which produce resin. On a cannabis plant, we find trichomes in the highest concentrations on the buds, the flowers and the leaves, although there is some present in the stems too. It's with these trichomes that terpenes and other psychoactive and therapeutic cannabinoids are produced. It's believed that cannabis plants evolved to make and secrete resin as a form of defence mechanism against UV rays, against being eaten and as an antifungal mechanism. We see three types of trichomes and cannabis plant, bulbous, capitate sessile and capitate stalked. Cannabis plants are annuals, which means their whole lifespan is carried out in the space of a year. It takes up to a week for a cannabis seed to germinate and for the little taproot to emerge. Over the next couple of weeks, the seedling plants will emerge, followed by up to a couple of months of vegetative growth. Now this sees much growth of leaf mass with the purpose of optimising photosynthesis. The next stage is flowering. In the wild, it is noted that the period of following midsummer with the onset of longer nights triggers the plants into flower. The plants have um, a photoreceptor protein which is sensitive to changing hours of daylight. These longer nights uh, trigger flowering both male and female cannabis plants. If pollen from a male plant fertilises a female flower, the flower will eventually form that single seeded achene fruit. To bring the section to a close, it would be prudent to note there's differences between the appearance of the different cannabis species. Cannabis sativa tend to be tall plants with more slender leaves, whilst cannabis indica plants are shorter but with broader and thicker leaves. Cannabis rudalis is a smaller plant still with notable smaller leaves. So it's probably a good point to clarify the difference between hemp and cannabis. Hemp is actually a variety of cannabis sativa. Hemp doesn't contain high levels of THC but rather has a higher levels of CBD and therefore isn't psychotropic. Instead, throughout history and throughout to the modern day, it's been utilised as an incredibly useful source of industrial fibre used for textiles, ropes, insulation and clothes, as well as for food. It's also now used in the production of plastics, building materials and biofuels. And that's the end of this part of the course. Thanks.
Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.